So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 80, baby. Yes, 8-0. We are here. Another milestone in the Success Edge podcast. Oh, episode list. Very thankful for you guys tuning in. And if it's your first time listening to Success Edge, I really do appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, we come out uh, with an episode every single uh, week on Tuesday. And sometimes we do miss, but that is a very rare that we miss. But I will tell you guys that you will hear all about success God's way, especially in the marketplace. We want you to take your game If you have a job, if you own your own business, if you have some sort of professional or specialized thing that you do, we want you to take your game uh, God's way to the next level, okay? That is the deal. And uh, you might ask, uh, by the way, for everybody that's a veteran that's been listening to Success Edge a little bit while, um, you might notice that there's a little bit of a microphone quality that I've had uh, a little lack of for the last uh, couple weeks here. But that is okay because I still want to try to be as consistent as possible with you guys and uh, keep bringing out a good message uh, to you. But uh, I am actually sitting in my car. Yes, sitting in my car in a parking lot. Um, I just got done calling on a uh, potential customer, which I'm going to believe that they will be a customer of mine in the name of Jesus. Uh, I felt led of the Holy Spirit to go uh, see, see them. And uh, introduce myself and let them know that I'll be calling on them. And uh, we'll see where it goes. But I believe I've got the favor of God that rests upon my life. And uh, so everywhere I go, everywhere my foot treads, um, I have the favor of God. And God orchestrates my steps everywhere I go. So therefore, I am always the right place at the right time at the right moment. And I believe that any time that you have an unction... Uh, of going somewhere or of calling somebody or of maybe uh, pulling up and composing an email and sending it to somebody and uh, you do that on faith, I believe that uh, God is pleased with that because it says that <clears throat> in Hebrews that the only way we please God is by exercising our faith. You can read that actually in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 and uh, that is in uh, black and white right there in the Bible. <laughs> that uh, the way we please God is through our faith. <clears throat> so today, um, I wanted to just talk to you guys briefly. Um, actually, at the end of this, I'm going to have a little topic and how does salvation and success work together? Okay, how does salvation and success work together? I don't know if that's going to be my title of uh, the podcast, <clears throat> but we'll see what kind of what kind of comes out of this. But I wanted to uh, talk about that here in a second. Uh, But also I want to review the last four episodes and obviously give you my thoughts on the last four episodes, and uh, which are some awesome episodes, by the way. So episode 76 was Mr. Daniel Reyes. And uh, Daniel Reyes, uh, he is the CEO of HackleChamp. Uh, He came up with the concept and idea for HackleChamp. And uh, he did a great, had a great interview. Um, and HackleChamp is coming to a city near you. Um, I believe that it'll help you uh, purchase your next vehicle in a very unique way. And you can go to HackleChamp.com and find out all that. And you can actually go to episode 76, um, you know, and find all the show notes there at thesuccessedge.biz backslash 76, and uh, find 
Daniel's episode. But the thing about Daniel's episode that I really got out of it was forgiveness and not walking in bitterness, not walking in strife, because I believe that it is a, it is, as Daniel talked about in his story, that he had a situation that happened with a friend of his and they parted ways and it really put a, you know, a, a seed of bitterness actually inside Daniel and Daniel said for three years, I believe it, he said it was for three years, but it was, it was for a long time, all right, a long time that he carried around that bitterness and it paralyzed him as far as his walk with the Lord and being who God had called him to be and being successful, obviously, in his walk with the Lord. And, you know, gang, I tell you that I, I've seen this happen for myself, that I've carried around maybe a, the seed of offense uh, that's turned into strife. And, you know, I, there's a great book out there. I think I even referenced it in the uh, in the episode, episode 76, <clears throat> which is uh, The Bait of Satan. Um, and it is when the spirit of, of offense takes root in your life, it causes so much havoc and it paralyzes you from success. It paralyzes you from reaching God's you know goal for your life. It does so many things to sabotage your life that the enemy will throw at you, um, you know, and I'm telling you that, go back and listen to that episode, it's really, really good, really, really good, and Daniel, again, I appreciate you being on, and then we had Mr. Mac McWilliams, <clears throat> and, you know, Mac's, excuse me, Matt's episode really rung true, it was the first time I'd ever had someone on the episode, on my, as far as an interview, that got saved at a later age in life, that was an agnostic, as well, and just his story of how he came to know Christ is so unique, where that he was inside a church that he happened just to be in, um, you know, for his company, they were doing some kind of marketing thing, and some uh, shooting some, you know, video and everything of this church, and he noticed that they had, you know, drums, and, you know, guitars, and all this stuff, and he asked the gentleman that was, I think his, um, his CEO of the company that he was working for at the time to come and actually, um, you know, take him to church, (coughs) excuse me. And as he did that, man, his life changed, his life forever changed. And then, you know, him talking about, he got fired by his dad. (laughs) He got fired from, I think three other companies as well. And for him to still be able to bounce back, guys, and still have, you know, the success that he's having right now, I think it, and he's doing it God's way. That's even the more beautiful thing about it, is now he's actually doing it God's way and figuring it all out. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, Matt might not have it all dialed in, he says, but he's trying his best. He says that, you know, he's probably at a third grade level because he's been a Christian for about seven years. And, you know, he's just now kind of, understanding, you know, more and more at a third grade level of how this whole God, uh, you know, and success and following the Holy Spirit, you know, works. And I think you get a lot out of that episode 77 with Mr. Matt McWilliams. And Matt, Matt also has a podcast of his own. And it's called The World Changers uh, Show. I would highly recommend uh, his show as well. Then you got for episode 78, Steve Ryder. Okay, so now Steve, wow. What a fantastic episode with Steve, and I'm going to bring Steve back on to talk about some other things uh, for a topic 
uh, that's near and dear to my heart, which is the family. But Steve's background, you know, he, him talking about how that he was surrounded by all of these awesome, awesome, godly men and women. He was the executive producer for Focus on the Family. If you know anything about Focus on the Family, it's a great program that aired many, many years ago. I don't, I don't even know if it's still around. I think it is. But Dr. James Dobson, great man of God. And Steve found himself falling, falling out of love with the Lord. I mean, it really was. It was where the, he was getting burnt out. He was uh, putting the, you know, the work of the Lord before his relationship with the Lord. And he goes through how that he, he you know, Dr. James Dobson, you know, took a different direction with his show and actually did Family Times. I think it was the name. I'm not sure the name of the, the show. But, you know, Steve went with, with him and a couple other people went with him. And, you know, he just got himself burnt out because he was so focused on doing God's work versus doing, you know, God's fellowship. Major difference. And, you know, Steve does a fantastic job of talking about that on the episode. And so if you find yourself, guys, you know, working for the Lord so hard, but, man, your relationship, you feel like you're kind of, you know, almost paper thin with where you're at, I can tell you that maybe you might need to check up from the neck up with, you know, your relationship with the Lord. Because don't have a Martha spirit. You know, if you remember the story in the Bible where, you know, Jesus is in the home and Martha's busy getting stuff ready and so forth. But here Mary is, she's just sitting at Jesus' feet and Martha comes and, you know, confronts Jesus about this and accuses Mary of not helping her out. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said that Mary had actually done the better thing, which was spending time in his presence. And it's not about you being busy. I know that I, I've had to, you know, learn this. It is all about his presence. It's all about resting in his presence. It's all about knowing that your father loves you. Spending time with your heavenly father. Man, I, there's a great book out there by A.W. Tozer, you know, The uh, Pursuing God. I believe that's the name of the title of it. And it's been many years since I've read that, but I remember just... You know, reading that book and just, man, it made me want to, like what the psalmist says, as a deer panteth for the waters, my soul panteth for you, Lord. Great, great stuff, guys. And I'd highly recommend, because this is all part of your success. You know, I was reading, actually, um, I was going through an old Bible that I had, and one of the notes in that old Bible that I had actually taken a picture of and saved to my Evernote was was this statement right here. I actually got it uh, from a gentleman named Creffle Dollar. And <clears throat> let me see. Let me get the note. I'm going to pull this note up right here. Give me one second. Here it is. Okay. It's actually, um, I wrote it down the bottom of my Bible. And it's kind of re- relates a little bit to the life of Joseph. And here's the statement. It says, Prosperity is not a measure of material possession. I'm going to read that one more time. Prosperity is not a measure of material possession, but prosperity is a divine measure of God's presence 
in your life. <laughs> oh, success has community. I hope you're getting this. This is so good. Prosperity is not a measure of material possession, but prosperity is a divine measure of God's presence in your life. And, you know, it just goes in there in, in Genesis chapter 30, um, 39, where it talks about that, you know, though Joseph was a slave, he was still a prosperous and successful man. And why is that? I, I know I did an episode of this. It might have been episode 28 or 29 that I did an episode on this. But the reason why Joseph was a successful and prosperous man, even though he was a slave and he owned nothing, he had nothing to his name, he was actually owned himself, but he was still a successful and prosperous man. And you might say, how is that possible, Tyler? Great question. Glad you asked. It was because the Lord was with Joseph. And you know what? As us as believers, as us as Christians in the marketplace or just anywhere you are where this podcast finds you, let me tell you, the Lord is not just with you. He's in you. He is in you. Therefore, you are automatically, automatically a successful and prosperous person. Because it's not about, it's not about how much you know, money you have in your bank account or what kind of car you drive or you know how nice your home is it is all about the presence of god in your life and i go back to stop working so hard for the lord and start getting more in his presence and man when steve ryder talked about that in episode 77 man it really hit home with me it really did and it leads me right into and that was by the way episode 78 okay episode 79 and this ties right into what um, I know that for me personally, I'm experiencing, I just went back and listened to episode 79, Grace versus Grind with Mr. Amos Johnson Jr. Uh, again. Now, here's the thing. This I've listened to this twice already, and both times it ministered to me in such a good way. And it uh, brought back you know so many thoughts that I had that I need to be reminded of. And you know, Amos goes in and talks about how that we don't have to grind it out. That actually the grind, you grinding yourself out, you working yourself to the bone, all right, is under the curse. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, then we no longer are under the curse. So therefore, the sweat of our brow and the, you know, uh, the toil that we would have to endure or experience because of working we no longer have to experience anymore because Jesus has already paid for that 2,000 years ago. It's done. Put in the books. Now, we can operate under the, un, you know, with what the uh, Message Bible talks about, the, uh, what is it, the unforced rhythms of grace. And Amos does a fantastic job. You know, he and I both have a conversation about how to operate under the unforced rhythms of grace. And that is through the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, the, the proddings of the Holy Spirit, the actual maybe words of wisdom the Holy Spirit might speak to you into your heart or the peace that you have inside your heart, you know, comes from the leading. And this is where the grace, because 
All of a sudden, it's not about you. All of a sudden, it's not about you trying to figure this out. Okay? It's not about you trying to figure out how you're going to do this. And, you know, Amos gives a, some great stories in there of how he was able to understand not, you know, working his brains out for, you know, money or for whatever it was. Okay? I'm reminded of a, I was listening to a minister uh, many, many years ago. And, uh, you know, he started talking about, you know, this whole entire, you know, thing of, you know, operating under the blessing of the Lord. Because the blessing of the Lord, Proverbs ten twenty two, the blessing of the Lord, it makes you rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. And he, he asked the congregation this question, and it was like he was talking to me. And basically all it was was, Tyler. And it's like he was talking to me, so I'm just going to put it in how I heard it. <laughs> okay? But he said, Tyler, did you have to earn or work for your salvation? And I'm like, nope. He said, did you have to work or earn your healing? I'm like, nope. I just had to receive it. And he said, you know, did you have to work and earn, you know, the deliverance that you needed from a situation or, you know, from a disease or whatever it was? No, I I just received it, you know, by your grace, by your, you know, by the blessing that came on my life. That's actually upon my life. And then he asked this question. He said, then why do you work for money? And man, I remember hearing that statement. That was, that statement through, you know, that was statement was asked to me back in 2008. And it still to this day turns over and over inside my spirit, man. That if you didn't have to, you know, work for all those other things, then why do you have to work for money? Okay? And Amos and I, we clearly talk about that, yes, you're going to make some effort, okay? And you might have to rearrange your definition of work, but you do not have to work your brains out for money anymore. That God's way of doing things is higher, God's way of doing things is so, I mean, here's the thing. This world's way is founded upon the Babylonian system, okay? And what's that system founded upon? It's founded upon buying and selling. And I'm going to sum up the kingdom of God in the most simplest way that I've learned how the kingdom of God operates. The kingdom of God operates based upon this one thing, sowing and reaping. That's it. Giving and receiving. Ever how you want to say it. That is how the kingdom of God operates. Sowing and reaping or, um, or giving and receiving. That's it. It's not buying and selling. It's not taking, you know, uh, you know, for what it's worth. That's the Babylonian system. We've got to get our brains off of that system. We've been programmed to uh, think about that system. But... As regarding sowing and reaping is how the kingdom of God operates. And that is a huge nugget with the grace versus grind message that we had in there. All right. And it leads me into my last topic, which is salvation and success. So I'll wrap up with this. So here's the thing about salvation. I mean, here's the thing about success. On the Success Edge show... I believe that we're not talking about you prospering in your job only. I'm not talking about you just making a lot of money. 
I'm not talking about how that you can get your next promotion. All those things are wrapped into the whole package of success, right? I am all about the whole package of success. And what's the whole package of success? Well, in my opinion, you are not successful if, you know, you're on, you know, and I'm going to kind of (laughs) give me a little latitude, but, you know, if, if you're still, you know, struggling in marriage and everything like that, guys, and you don't have a relationship with the Lord and you're not seeking God out about it, you know, how can you call yourself successful, right? You know, if you're up in debt in your eyeballs with debt, you know, and you can't pay your bills and, you know, you can't call yourself successful. You know, if, you know, you can't be successful if you're lying on your deathbed, you know, and almost ready to die. And yeah, you've got all the money in the world and everything like that, but you can't, it's not success, right? All this stuff is not success. But here's how awesome God is. Salvation. Most Christians only view salvation as when I get to heaven, when I get to the sweet by and by. But I can tell you guys the salvation is for us right now, here on this earth. The Greek word for salvation is soteria. That's the Greek word for salvation, sorteria. And I'm going to spell it for you, S-O-R-T-E-R-I-A. And that comes from the Strong's Dictionary, okay? It's found in multiple places in, in the book of Acts, and in, uh, in Luke. It's, it's, I can't name all the places, but it's, it's found in there. And here's the definition of salvation from Strong's Dictionary. It is welfare. I'm taking this just straight up from Strong's Dictionary, what the meaning of the Greek word for salvation. Welfare, deliverance, preservation. Here's why I know that salvation is for today, because preservation, you don't need any preservation up in heaven. Another uh, definition of uh, salvation is safety. You don't need any safety up in heaven. That's why it is for today. Health, wholeness, up. And there's the word prosperity. Yeah, prosperity and welfare and wealth. And, you know, all these things are built in and revolve around salvation. So don't just sit there and think salvation only is for you getting, you know, your punch card so you can go to heaven and you escape the fiery traps of hell. Salvation is for here on earth. And therefore, If you start to renew your mind, success as community, to salvation, you're going to experience success. Because our salvation comes from our Heavenly Father. Our salvation comes from what Jesus did on the cross for us. So He gave us preservation, health. He gave us welfare. He gave us prosperity. He gave us deliverance. He gave us safety. Not a lot of churches, and I'm just going to call it out, not a lot of churches talk about salvation this way. They don't, because they never looked at the definition of salvation. They only think it's for the sweet by and by. But Mr. McCart here is telling you 
that salvation is for now. N-O-W. Today. And if it's for today and it has all that up in there, then it's all about success as well. Okay? So, Success as Community, get a new vision, a new experience about success. Because God wants you to be successful because success is also wrapped up into salvation. Totally is. So, <clears throat> that is my little message <laughs> that I wanted to impart to you today. So, next week, next week, episode 81, <clears throat> will be Mr. Paul Wilson Jr. Yes, I got another junior coming on here. But Mr. Paul Wilson Jr. will be actually on the show. Uh, man, Paul has got a phenomenal, phenomenal business that helps Christians actually define their dream and help accomplish their dream and goal for their own business. I think uh, what Paul is doing is fantastic, and I, I know that I'm going to have Paul back on at a later date down the road. So, Success as Community, I really do appreciate you guys you know, tuning in each week. Again, uh, we're going to get up and going. I'm going to find my microphone. I'm going to get the internet uh, connected in my house. It's actually supposed to be my house tomorrow. That's what they've told me. Praise the Lord for that. Um, it's very interesting having to upload all the stuff uh, from <laughs> Starbucks, but we're getting it done. And I appreciate you uh, just just being a part of this community. And you know, if you'd like to leave a comment, you know, uh, go to the successedge.biz backslash eighty. Leave your comments actually in <clears throat> the show notes or actually in the show notes below. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the uh, uh, thing about salvation or about any of the episodes that I referenced uh, today. But uh, Success as Community, we will catch you guys on the other side. <laughs>